most centers when I go to dunk it, they <laughs> don't because they don't want to get embarrassed. But sure. yeah, Jared Allen puts up a fight, and I appreciate that about him. When I while you're while you're yamming it on him with your neck <laughs> in his mouth. That's right. Welcome to Bruise Day Tuesday Podcast, episode 447. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is the earthworm gym of podcasting, <laughs> Tyler Dryblade. You know, I didn't play that game a lot, but what I played, I enjoyed, so... I'm more of a Gex man myself. Gex? Gex. I don't think I ever played Gex. He, it wasn't that good of a game. He just would, like, say sassy stuff. Oh. And I'd be like, all right, Gex, you do you, buddy. Sure. Well, uh, we're not talking about Gex today. We're going to be talking about uh, prices and Bitcoin and being woke, baby. And so that's why we have Boris here. I feel like he's a really good guest for all three of those things. All the hot shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what's up, Boris? What's going on? Ooh, uh, not much. Spent a nice, uh, lazy day playing Skyrim today nice uh, i don't know yeah we're doing a little recovering we were out last weekend uh skiing and my body is not a very good uh not very good at hurtling itself down the mountain anymore you son of a bitch i wish i was skiing um well what are you drinking in recovery what am i drinking i'm recovering with a nice crisp uh moat mountain brewing company clockwork mandarina this is a new england style pale ale says it is triple dry hopped with citra, lemon drop, and mandarina bavaria. Now, it's got a picture of an orange on it, so I assume that there's some sort of orange flavoring. I don't know if that's supposed to come from the hops think, or if they... I think yeah. it's a clockwork orange joke, or the fact that mandarina sounds like mandarin. Right. Yeah. I would assume it comes from the hops. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't smell like they've added any, like, orange juice or peel or anything like that. Um, yeah. It's got a bit of a bit of a fruity nose, uh, but that could just be the hops. And um, let's see. It's got a cloudy – it's cloudy, but it's not, like, too, too opaque. Um, it's actually got a really light flavor. Like, I was kind of expecting this to be, like, a, a, a very aggressive hop-forward um, – beer but it's it's really it's actually quite mellow it's quite nice actually it's it's very light it's very this is very drinkable i think and it has just a little bit of like citrusy kind of hops at the at the finish um oh and it is 5.6 percent so not too heavy in the abv either all right i have brew dogs elvis juice a grapefruit infused ipa it's a content beer my boy is it? Yes. Why? Because um, I think we covered this one uh, because there was something about how they were going to get sued for using Elvis's Elvis? name, and then they changed their names to Elvis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. And we were like, hey, fuck you, BrewDog, and your shit. 
Right. Well, I was going to say, so it's it's by BrewDog, so I really want to dislike it. But every once in a while, they make a good beer, so who knows what will happen. Um, it's kind of an amber color, uh, medium head, similar size bubbles. I find that almost every BrewDog beer I've had in the States has been skunked because they oh. have distribution issues. But when I had it in Europe, I liked it a lot. So, well, here it says brewed in Ohio. Right on the oh, can. Okay. Yeah. So. A little easier distribution wise. I. Maybe this is like. It doesn't smell like I remember grapefruit smelling like. But I haven't had a grapefruit in forever. Because I don't like grapefruit. So maybe it's just my nose that's wrong. No it can't be me. It's the children that are wrong. Exactly. Mm. That's right. Maybe grapefruits have evolved since you had one last. Ah, I don't know why I thought I'd like this if I don't like grapefruits. It, it does a very good job of reminding me of a grapefruit, I gotta be honest. It's a kind of um, like a sweet, uh, light citricky at the front, and then it gets real bitter and astringent at the back, just like a grapefruit. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a grapefruit. So they did it. But I don't like what they've done. But at what cost? Right, exactly. Your scientists were too busy thinking if they could to wonder if they should. Uh, oh, well. Sam, what do you have? Yeah, um, well, I'll let you guess, Tyler. I'll give you a couple of hints. I think it's going to be some kind of non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, you're right so far. <laughs> Maybe with my hints you can get more specific. Um one of the better beers I've had from uh, Athletic, who I've been having a lot of lately, was uh-huh. their West Coast IPA. Yeah. Also, I've had more success with Untitled Arts NAs than I have with Athletics. Uh-huh. Do you want to guess now? Do you have an Untitled Art West Coast IPA? I do, yeah. I have. Oh, I'm a freaking genius galaxy brain over here. I have this Untitled awesome. Art Presents West Coast IPA. I love that. Let's do more games where I win easily. It really, really bolstered my confidence here. Yeah, that's how I feel about um, all of uh, Space Prize's toys. <laughs> she has this uh, dinosaur that you have to feed it food, and it has, like, these tokens that are food, and it's like, can you feed me the white mushroom? And <laughs> then you put the white mushroom in his mouth. And it could, and it cheers for you, and then he sings you a little song, and I'm like, what am I, some kind of fucking genius? <laughs> Stupid baby can't figure this out. She doesn't even know how to give it food. She just opens up his tummy and puts the food in and takes the food out of his tummy. I mean, that <laughs> sounds like the most efficient way to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it doesn't cheer for you. <laughs> also, this uh, this dinosaur sounds stoned. It's pretty funny. Um, well, it's eating mushrooms all day, so what are you going to do? That's true. I think I poured my beer too hard. It's it's a little foamier than I think I would like. Um, I'm not tasting a lot. I don't <laughs> know if that's a foam issue or a beer issue. I'll get back at you. All right. Well, that was that was a really fascinating take on your non-alcoholic beer saving. Well, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I was so mad. I've sort of given up on my reviews being worthwhile because even if I did a really good job, you'd still be like, shut up, no one cares. I I, I was just mad every time we do this. 
Uh, well, the baby is going to be born in like three and a half months. So that's that's all you got to wait for. Forever. Uh, I don't know. What else? We want to go to some more things that make me mad. Uh, let's go to the New York Post. Just their very existence makes me mad. But I, I have to say, I love this headline. Rum and woke. Bar slammed for selling only ethical beer and soda. That's uh, pretty good. It's pretty good, huh? Um, this article is uh, kind of weird. So it's about the Red Lion Bar in Bristol, United Kingdom. So why the New York Post is reporting on it, I couldn't really tell you. Um, but the Red Lion Bar uh, has decided to only serve drinks that it deems ethical. So like it's not selling Coca-Cola because they have uh, a bad history of like murdering fools in South America. Um, and I don't know, some other shib here that I don't feel like getting into. Uh, but I guess there's a lot of criticism online about them. And, and is there criticism you've picked the wrong things or is it uh, accusing them of virtue signaling? No, I think it's just like, I don't really know. It just, I think it's, I, I'm not entirely sure why this is news, to be honest. Uh, like, I don't know. I feel like this is. there are 15 places like this in Arcata, California, where I was living, you know? And, like, nobody fucking cared. Um, Do you think it's a, um, a messaging issue? Do you think they're um, calling too much attention to it? Like, saying, we're, you know, we're the only pay- place you can ethically drink or anything like that? That could be it. Could be. Yeah, I don't know why anyone would be upset. Like, that sounds cool. It sounds like a really weird and, like, monumental task to take upon yourself. Like, I'm going to be the arbiter of, like, what is okay and what is not, especially when you're, like, like, if you want, if you want, like, a ginger beer or ginger ale for, like, mixer, you got to be like, okay, where does the sugar come from? Where is it grown? Where is it produced? How is it transported? And then you got to be like, okay, where's the ginger from, like, and, and harvested? And... You know, like, yeah, it, it seems like if you dig hard enough into just about any product, you could find uh, child labor or like underpaid workers or like uh, very non eco friendly transportation and packaging. And like it does. I agree that it seems like a, a Herculean task, but also like if they want to do it, who gives a shit? Right. Like if you want to drink Coca-Cola, just go somewhere else. Who, who fucking cares? You know? Yeah, I mean, as as far as shticks go, like, this is a pretty cool one. I would probably go there if I were in town and saw it and was like, oh, that's cool. Like, seems like a fun place to, to hang out and, like, talk to someone about. You probably get some interesting stuff there that you wouldn't get at other yeah, places. Yeah, that's true. What if you go there and you're like, cool, you only have ethical stuff. What do you have? And it's just, like, tap water. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, we harvest the rainwater from our roof. Here you go. Yeah, I I just, I don't understand. So it doesn't seem like they've been getting any, like, death threats or anything like that. Just like people are calling them snowflakes. So why, I don't really understand why is it an article. And number two, I don't really understand why people, like, are criticizing it. Like I said, just don't go there. Or if you really have big balls, go the other way and only serve unethical products. Right? The free market can have it both ways. Yeah. So I actually quibble with that argument, Tyler. 
people are entitled to uh, call things dumb that they think are dumb. Like if there if there was a place that was like we're only selling things where we know slave labor went into it, <laughs> I would say, look at these fucking assholes. And yeah. You and and they could say if you don't like it, just go somewhere else. And I'd be like, all right, I'll, I mean, I'll definitely go somewhere else. But you guys are assholes. Well, I, yeah, I guess I just wouldn't expend the energy to like go online and post about it. You know what I mean? Like I'd just be like, well, I'm not going there, and then yeah. I just wouldn't go there. Look, maybe maybe we're a little biased because we fall on the the anti side of the like, <laughs> should you use slave labor debate? <laughs> but. But it seems to me that, like, yeah, if, if someone wants to set, like, an ethical standard for their products, like, it's not hurting you to not go there. But if, like, someone opens a bar in my town that's like, oh, we only use beer uh, made by companies that, like, kill labor organizers, then, like, maybe I actually do have a stake in that not being a bar in my town. <laughs> I, I guess I'm, I'm more just saying, like... These are really stupid opinions, but people are entitled to say stupid things on the internet. It's all the internet is there for. I'm not anyway. saying I'm not saying they're not entitled to it. I just don't understand why you would bother. I mean, it sounds like the main complaint is like someone rolled up and didn't know what the bar was and walked in and was like, "Man, I just want like a Coca-Cola TM brand, <laughs> uh, rum and Coke or something," or like, yeah. Give me a refreshing Bud Budweiser light, please. Just, you know, just put a hammer and sickle on the front door and you'll get the right kind of customer and nobody will be bothered <laughs> anymore. Do they have a like list of things they sell? Because I would be curious if I would have heard of any of them. Because I feel like any time a business gets big enough, it stops being ethical. It's true. Uh, I don't see a list. Maybe, do they have a Facebook page? Go to their Facebook page. They talk about a specific... It seems like a cider called Thatcher's that they stopped selling uh, because I guess they decided not to anymore. Which, if it has anything to do with Margaret Thatcher. Unisex bathroom, more like Margaret Thatcher's grave, am I right? Hey. Uh, Though they said they took it out due to its quality and then due to a controversy involving the Charitable Society of Merchant Venturers, which. <laughs> Sounds like a Skyrim side mission or something. Uh, this can't be the right one. Because there's a tab on here that says soccer fans. But they would call it football. This can't be right. This must be a, the wrong red lion. Yeah, I don't know. It's There are a billion red lion pubs out there or bars or whatever. So I cannot find their... There's a red lion in Madison. Oh, it's a sushi place, I guess. I cannot find their uh, their social media presence. Okay. Uh, hey, you guys, pick a more distinctive name, if you don't mind. Uh, well, they linked to a Facebook post about why they stopped serving this brand of cider. Oh, I did not look hard enough, apparently. <laughs> and it is because Martin Thatcher, director of the company, is a member of the Society of Merchant Venturers. The SMV has a has deep roots in the historical slave trade in Bristol, and no. its members were responsible for the suffering and death of tens of thousands of human beings. They are a powerful, unelected elite who have significant influence on political and civic life in Bristol. Uh, so this seems pretty cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, hardcore. Uh, does it take you to their Facebook page, though? Uh, it does, I think. Does that uh, take you to a menu? 
The menu? It's a really the fun menu. way of saying menu that I like to use. Ah, so uh, fun. So fun. Tell you what, I'll <laughs> drop it in the drop it in the chat here if I can find it. Fuck Skype, where'd chat go? Local Booza. Let's, let's click on the main page. Uh, let's see if I can do this without logging into Facebook. Dark Flagon Rum Porter. Wiley Fox Brewery. I feel like it's just going to be a bunch of fucking British drinks that we don't recognize. I mean, that's kind of interesting, though. Ah, now this I think is interesting. Check this out when I'm okay. popping in the chat. Boom. Click on that. Uh, so you've listed, you've, you've linked to their Cider Fest from uh-huh. 2018. Uh-huh. I assume the thing you're drawing attention to is that they're advertising using a, a scantily clad drawing of a woman. That is what I'm drawing attention to. Mm-hmm. Canceled. Yep. <laughs> Out of here. Four years ago, fucking canceled, bro. All right, I'm done with this. Let's move Speaking on. Speaking of people who, people who are canceled, what have you been up to, Boris? Ooh, wait, what? I don't Boris, like that transition. I don't think Boris has been canceled. Not nope. yet. Don't Boris, cancel. if you if you were canceled for one thing, what would it be? Let's go <laughs> around the horn. Uh, well, I don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's the premise of my joke. Uh, you may know that I grew up in, in Houston, Texas, and uh, there are just some words in the South that, that we used to say that uh, would definitely not be uh, considered say, uh, sayable is a word that I had just made up. I'm like, how sure you, just... like how you can't say Jesus Christ anymore because, <laughs> you have to, cause, cause, because of the fucking woke leftoids don't want you to talk about our Lord and Savior. I only, right. I, I used to say... I used to say G O S H, um, and I'm not proud of it. Tyler can't read the look on his face. He's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, at this point, I think just being born in Texas is enough to get you canceled, unless it's awesome. Then you're safe. Right. Uh, it uh, was not. Yeah. I only drive past one church that says it's okay to say Merry Christmas, though. So you know, I'm not doing so bad. Around these parts. <laughs> Mine would probably be the casual racism I have on this show. How about yeah. you, Sam? Um, I would have to go back and listen to the first, like, 20-ish episodes of this podcast, but I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Sure. Uh, Boris, what have you been up to, though? Uh, let's see. I have been actually just kind of laying around. We Well, we went skiing last weekend. Um, oh, where'd you go skiing? Uh, just this little place in Vermont called Smuggler's Notch. I know Smuggler's Notch. Just up by so yeah, it's it's a real janky old uh, place, but it's cheap as fuck. So we get some deal where we get a condo and we go up there with some friends. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, what was nice was this year all of the temperature was like above zero, which it is not usually when <laughs> we go. Uh, which means the snow was like snow and not just a sheet of ice. We'll um, see. Yeah, skiing that's in the New whole England. that's the whole part of skiing in New England is skiing the ice, baby. It fucking sucks. And uh, so this was actually a really good, really good conditions. And then uh, 
I don't know. We had a blizzard here a few weeks ago uh, where we got about four feet, three feet of snow, but it was really windy. So it was like blowing up into these giant piles and drifts. That's crazy. I was like frozen out of my garage for a few days uh, with the car in it, which was kind but of. But you're you're oh. you're you've been working from home for like three years, right? Yeah, it was it was yeah. fine. Uh, right. <clears throat> we eventually had to dig it out because we needed like some food, but right. Otherwise, um, no, it was, it was just wild. I've never seen that much snow in one place before. <laughs> that is all. That is a good amount of snow. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, they have like a blizzard of 76 up here. There was some giant blizzard in Boston that everyone remembers as the blizzard of 76. And this was like the same amount of snow. Uh-huh. But I don't think they're going to call it the blizzard of 2022. I think it's just a big fucking blizzard because now we have much more infrastructure to handle. Right. Snow, I guess. Right. But that Yeah, that makes sense. My main takeaway from what you've said so far is that. I think that a really rude way you could refer to um, female genitals would be smuggler's notch. <laughs> that would be your main takeaway, Sam. Well, that, that was that was just my answer to the question from before. That's what I'm getting canceled okay. for. Right. Sam was like, oh, I actually have nothing cancelable in my past. Better the old, the old rustle, smuggler's notch. Rustle something together here. I'm pretty sure there's a joke right at the end of uh, Dude, Where's My Car about that, if I'm correct. Could not tell you uh, a thing about the movie Dude, Where's My he Car. Yes, somebody where they hide their weed, and they whisper it to him, and he goes, oh, I don't have one of those. Ah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, how about Continuum Transfunctioner? Does that ring any bells for you? Uh, yeah, so I remember a lot of Dude, Where's My Car because uh, – we got our freshman year science in the news teacher to let us watch that movie in school because we said it had to do with scientific concepts. Like aliens. There's aliens in it. And, yeah, and, like, I don't know, some other shit. <laughs> so that's the kind of shit you guys got away with at uh, Allegheny? In high school? I didn't go to Allegheny for high school. Oh, you said college, bro. Oh, I did say freshman year, which was unclear. Unclear ah, okay. on my part. Freshman year of high school. It does sound more like what you would get away with in high school, but right. still. I did not bad. take a science in the news class at Allegheny, I'm happy to say. I don't. It I don't sounds have more a, like a college class than a high school class, I'll give you look, that. I don't have a whole lot of positive things to say about Allegheny, but at least I never had to take science in the news. You did have to take an intro CS class. I took coding, didn't I? Yeah. And then I turned in two-thirds of every project, and he thought I needed it for my senior credit or I wasn't going to graduate, so he gave me a pass even though I should have failed. It's just funny, given uh, my career path, that you took more (laughs) CS classes in college than I did. That's true. Uh, Boris, how many CS classes did you take? Well, I majored in CS, so... Oh, many! Probably a dozen, at least. He's the winner. Yeah. Shit. I didn't know Sam. You didn't take any. Nope, none. Wow. How many did you? How many did you get passed on um, because of pity? Uh, no, no, I was actually good at it. Ah, shit. That's, that's why Fuck. I do it as, uh, for a job. Shit. And get paid money for it. Gotcha. No, that's the key. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of money, let's go to our next article. Oh no. 
Love Prince? No, I can't do it. Can you guys hear this in the background? Oh, yeah, big time. Your yeah. dog being loud as fuck? Can we hear <laughs> that? Yeah, we sure can, champ. Uh, sorry. Uh, well, I guess enjoy. <laughs> I was just going to ignore it, but... Uh, yeah. Love she can probably see her reflection and thinks it's another dog, and she wants to fuck her up. Classic. Uh, I, one thing that's nice is it's given me a dozen chances to get the name of this website, right? LaPrensaLatina.com. Hey, there it is. Bitcoin and beer, there's a bar for that. Boo. <laughs> You're not a huge Bitcoin fan? Uh, I, in, in so far as I'm a fan of uh, it not existing anymore. Why? Don't Bitcoin? you need to buy drugs on the internet sometimes? No, dude, they legalized it in Massachusetts. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I bought like $150 worth of Bitcoin to try to buy drugs on the internet, but I couldn't figure out how to tumble the Bitcoin, so they're just sitting there. When did you buy this $150 worth of Bitcoin? Oh, it's appreciated in value, but not like significantly. It's worth like $600 now. You're gonna, you're so you're gonna... an accidental Bitcoin investor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just Man, sitting look at you. I don't know. You're gonna have to change your uh, avatars on social media to that that Wall Street bets uh, guy with the with the hands. Are you kidding me? I'm buying a fucking NFT with this Bitcoin, bro. I'm gonna have one of those sick sporty uh, avatars. You can make your own NFTs with that giant cat. This <laughs> yeah. is this is giant cat NFT. <laughs> I could make my own NFT, or I could just right click any picture because I'm not a fucking idiot. Well, um, you're not. The people who make the NFTs are not the idiots in this universe. That's true. That's absolutely true. Uh, but uh, anyway, so this is from Mexico City. Uh, there is a bar in Mexico City's Aroma neighborhood called the Bitcoin Embassy Bar. And uh, it'll serve, you know, drinks, but it also has a Bitcoin ATM and a bunch of Bitcoin literature and like a upstairs lecture room where people can give lectures about Bitcoin and it's trying to serve to educate people about cryptocurrency and, like, get it into the mainstream, I guess. So, yeah. Opinions. This is not nearly as bad as I thought it would be. I thought it would be the type of place that I would think it shouldn't exist. Instead, this is just the type of place that I have no interest in going. <laughs> sure. Is this, do they at least, like, let you pay your tab in Bitcoin or, like advertise the price in bitcoin or are One they ready to assume. admit that it's not a real currency well they have a bitcoin atm so i would assume that they take it seems bitcoin. like the goal of this place is to get people drunk and then steal their bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> True. It's just, just like a bar and then here's a bitcoin atm buddy i guess i don't know uh Boys, As I said, this seems like the type of thing you would know more about than us. Uh, can you have a fraction of a Bitcoin? Like, yeah, if that's, your beer... That's, yes. that's what I have. I'm not rich enough to own an actual Bitcoin. Oh, yes, really? I have, oh, like, okay. I have, like, .0016, like, mini bits or whatever. Oh. One, Sam, one Bitcoin is about probably 40,000 right now. I haven't yeah. checked Jesus Christ. Yeah. 40,000 USD. Yeah. I didn't realize that. It was about yeah. 900, like, four years ago. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, yes, you a beer <laughs> would cost not exactly one 
a whole number. It of would bitcoins. cost very, very much less than one. Bitcoin. You could like buy the bar for a bitcoin, probably. <laughs> yeah. They should split the stock on it or something. I don't know if that's a thing you could actually do, but just to to keep the just to well, keep the number reasonable. That's one reason why it's completely stupid and not a real currency is it fluctuates so wildly in yeah. value that like no business will ever actually transact with Bitcoin. And that's why I was like, oh, this is interesting if a bar is like actually advertising their prices and like you can pay them in, in cryptocurrency. But it would have to be like a stock ticker. Like it would have to be yeah, constantly updating. Yeah. changing and updating and like revising. Yeah. And what this is, is this, I could make the exact same thing, but do like, this is a cat bar and there's like cat <laughs> literature lying around. That's true, no actual, you could. That but would be even cooler because there would actually be cats there probably. What's your cat ATM? You put money in, you get cats out? Yes, that is better. What am I saying? Yeah, you get to like rent a cat for the time you're here and it'll hang out with you at your table or something. I mean, that does exist. There, Well, I don't know about bars. There are cat cafes. There are cat yeah, cafes. I think you don't want people getting drunk around You specifically animals. cannot get drunk. I've been to one of them. No yeah. drinking. Um. um and yeah, like Bitcoin like falls every Sunday. It's just like a thing that happens. So like, it, you know, it's not like a real currency. And also, so, so why don't like people Bitcoin, just buy on Monday and I don't know, bro, sell on Saturday over and over <laughs> if it if but, it's that consistent. And, but uh, and like something like ninety percent of the Bitcoin is owned by like ten percent of the Bitcoin owners. So they're just like all these commercials you see about cryptocurrency are just those 10% of people like desperately trying to dump the Bitcoin they bought onto other suckers so they can get out of this fucking pyramid scheme. It is like less widely distributed than the US dollar in terms of like number of people who hold the most. Yeah. Wouldn't it be more of a Ponzi scheme than a pyramid scheme? Probably. Because there's not an actual product. I don't know. It's some kind of scheme. Can we agree on that? Sure. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Ponzi, I think, is more correct because you're basically just like trying to you have to constantly be getting new investors to pay the old investors uh yeah. or the old investors lose all their money i guess and you're shaving from all of those transactions yes and you're also uh massively contributing to climate change while you do it so we yeah that's also true um but if i ever figure out how to tumble those bitcoins i am going to see if i can buy drugs online Cool, man. Yeah, the end. What have you been up to, Sam? Well, three stacks been out of town, which is um, why she isn't silencing our ferocious beast right now. Sandra, shut the fuck up! She finally took the child to her mother's, huh? Uh, yeah, it's my father-in-law's birthday this weekend. That's um, exactly what happened. Good for me. Is the excuse that we're using. So, basically, I've spent the whole weekend doing chores and hurting myself. <laughs> what? We have some bookshelves and stuff that weren't anchored to the walls, which when you have a baby is a very unsafe thing to do. Yeah. And so this is some shit I should have done a long time ago, but I finally did it. Um, you you really care about the second baby. You like got to take care of that one. Well, mean, the first one's a practice baby. Everyone right, knows. Right, 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 right. It's not really an issue until they start pulling themselves up. But she is walking already, so she's done with that phase. Um, but 
Well, part of it, it helps that our house is such an unkempt piece of shit that there's just crap in front of the bookshelves, so she couldn't get to the bookshelves to fuck with them. That's one way to uh, do it. Yes, yeah, solving problems with other problems. Um, but so I finally uh, anchored those bookshelves, and that it, sh- it took me like all day. And you hurt yourself? It just my back is really sore. Oh. Um, from moving so much shit around. Don't you just screw like two screws into the wall, two screws into the bookshelf? Well, you have to move the shelves up away from the wall. Uh, and to do that, you have to move all the books. And uh, uh, if you're too impatient, you move too many books at once. Um, and then the shelves themselves are pretty heavy, too. Um, and I took the opportunity uh, to reorganize the bookshelf, uh, which is how I learned that my wife has two copies of Wuthering Heights. <laughs> Where my English lit majors. Yeah. So I, I just sent her a picture of the, the two copies next to each other saying, uh, too classy or just classy enough. And she's very embarrassed. Too um, classy. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been up to. What, what, what kind of arranging system did you use? I mean, it's not that interesting. Uh, it's... Um, First, there's a poetry section because three sections is a bunch of poetry books. Um, so okay, so it's by section, but within the section, did you do it alphabetical by author's last name, or is it just random? The, well, the the novels are alphabetical by author's last name, but the there's a couple sections. So like the poetry, I just threw the poetry on there because I, I don't know because <laughs> it's it's mostly just like collections of stuff, so there isn't an actual author. Okay, so just like fuck, I'm gonna throw this on the thing, and then um for the like. Uh, textbooks and reference books section. I, I organized them from what I deemed to be uh, the least to most scientific. So <laughs> so literature on the left, and then you know you get to like history, and then my math textbook from college are on the far right. Um, and then yeah, just uh, alphabetical by last name for for the the novels. All right, I can get behind that, I guess. It seems odd that you have, like, three different systems cohabitating, but I'll let it go. It's, I mean, it, it, the thing is it doesn't matter as long as you know where everything is. Yeah, the thing is it doesn't matter as long as I never come over to your house. Really, I should have just put all the poetry books in a box in the basement, because she's never going to read that <laughs> shit. Should have done it with the textbooks, too. I'm not, like, I love combinatorics, and I probably owe my career to combinatorics, but I'm not, not going to crack open my combinatorics textbook ever again. Every once in a while, I go back to my textbooks. Why? I don't know. If I'm, like, designing an exhibit, so I sometimes go back and, like, look up what best practices are or whatever. Oh, so not your Allegheny textbooks. Your No, um, no, no, no. Your interpretation textbooks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. No. Again, Allegheny basically did nothing for me. Except I mean, introduced yeah, you to me. Yeah, and, I, was, and I was going to say, except maybe like create all of my meaningful relationships. Other than that, you know, not much. Yeah, that's right, Hazel. Fuck that place. Big times. Um, well, so, uh, so what I got from that story, Sam, is that you're old and weak. I thought you were physically active. Why? What's up with your back? Uh, I thought you were a big, walking, strong boy. Walking dogs doesn't help your back strength. And I just always had back problems because um, I'm a hardcore sloucher. So I have these, like, back and neck issues just because 
when you slouch, it doesn't exercise your back muscles. So my back muscles are weak. Hmm. And I can't sit up straight because of how weak my back muscles are. And Boris, you said you were feeling sore. Everybody's getting so old. What's going on there, bud? I don't know, but I just noticed how hard I'm slouching right now. <laughs> and I was like, well, uh, yeah, I'm going to straighten up here. Boris, do you ski a lot? How are your knees? No, I go like once a year. We do this trip, but we didn't do it for the past two years because yeah. of the, the COVIDs. Yeah, um, yeah. So I... I do not do it very often, which is generally why I get sore. And then when I do it, I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm a really good snowboarder. I'm going to, like, go through the trees over here, and then I fall a lot. Oh, you're snowboarding. Okay, never mind. So your knees are fine anyway. My knees are fucking garbage. Oh, yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about going back to skiing. Snowboarding's like, it's easier on the knees, I guess, but, like, everything else, like, it's <laughs> more, I think. The ass. Yeah, the butt and Real the hard. ankles and yeah. everything else. Um, hey. Speaking of uh, ass, ass, <laughs> things ass. being hard, uh, there was Asses? some. No, there was some. Uh, I was reading a Finnish Olympian. I can't remember what event they were competing in, but his penis froze. That's no good. <laughs> I mean, they thought it back out, but uh, <laughs> it sure is something. It froze like the soft tissue became hard tissue. It not, seems like not via to... engorgement, but just like. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Seems like he would get to frostbite before it would just. I, like... Yeah, no, I think I think what happened is he got frostbite on his wiener because it was so cold during this Olympic event. I mean, but the headline, like... but the headline was Finnish Olympian freezes his penis. <laughs> I mean, that's a killer headline right there. <laughs> that's why I clicked. That was a thing where that that area like actually doesn't get cold enough for snow usually. Like all of the snow and all of the events was was man made. But then it actually got really cold somehow, like, during the event. And so it all just, like, was frozen and terrible. That's God's wrath. For everybody supporting Chinese Olympics. Yeah. I got to give it to him, though, that, like, ski jump with the fucking nuclear reactor in the background. That was pretty cool. (laughs) I've seen a total of zero minutes and zero seconds of these Olympics. Oh, you haven't been watching curling every night? It's just it's wild to me that we haven't just built like Olympic Village and we just go around and fucking destroy huge swaths of a country like every yes. four years. It's, it's because everyone wants the Olympics because they think that they're going to be able to make a bunch of money off and of they it and then don't. no one ever does. They never do. Yeah, you would like you would think they would be running out of applicants, but yeah. I guess like it's crazy. Like, the U.S., China, and Russia are always going to have money to throw at it. It's yeah, a little bit of a, of a Cold War tactic, too, like a demonstration of how cool you are that you get the Olympics. Yes, the international dick measuring contest. It's yeah. just bizarro. I don't know. I, I We should just have a, a Summer Olympic Village and a Winter Olympic Village. I totally agree, and they should both be in Canada. <laughs> just take, like, a tax haven somewhere. Right. Like, yeah. What's Monaco up to? Just make them one big arena. Yeah, you are now Olympic Village. Exactly. Well, that's been Tyler's Olympic Hot Take Minute. Uh, Let's go to our last article, I guess, uh, from Fortune.com. Beer drinkers beware. Heineken plans to raise prices by courageous amounts to deal with inflation. Uh, Heineken 
basically said that they're going to be raising their beer uh, as they seek to try to, quote, offset rising raw material and energy costs and crazy shipping rates. Um, so uh, I guess this is echoing a larger tr- – I'm sorry, Boris? Whose who's word is courageous here? That's my question also. <laughs> they, they put it in quotation marks, which indicates that it's a quote. It's like your shit, Fortune.com. I think I think it's Chief Executive Officer Dolph Vandenbrink who said that. Well, if so, eat my asshole, Dolph. Well, yeah. So the thing, the reason I think Dolph should eat my asshole is that um, there's a line buried further down that says, uh, it, uh, "quote Its namesake brand growing twenty, uh, growing seventeen percent in 2021, and higher priced beers accounting for more than sixty percent of its sales growth." So. They're growing by 17%, but they feel like they need to raise prices because of the boogeyman of inflation. I mean, I think it does make sense to raise prices to meet inflation sometimes. But yeah, but they're I don't probably doing it by too much, and it's never courageous. It's yeah, never, ever, ever courageous. Like, I, you are not taking a risk, you are not uh, in, encountering danger, you are not doing anything that yeah, would classify... standing it. up for it, your convictions. It sounds like they're making profit, and they're just like, don't worry, we're just... N- we're, we're not going to make any less profit. Like, uh, they, it, it doesn't seem like they were ever at, uh, going to lose money here. They were just going to maybe make slightly less profit, and they're like, don't worry about that, everybody. We're going to pass that price on to you. Yes. I, I just hear a lot about these inflation-related costs at times when companies are making ridiculous amounts of profit and expanding by, you know, 17%. And there's there's just a disconnect. If you are if you really need to raise prices because of all these crazy costs, why are you making so much money? I mean, they're always just going to raise prices by exactly the amount that they think they can. Like, they've done the analysis of, like, <clears throat> we'll lose – X number of sales if we raise the price, Y amount. Let's do some math and figure out how to to where like where on the curve the maximum is for what profits we can turn. But inflation isn't why they do that. Yeah. They they just are trying to make the most money they can, yep. which like from like a um like a gross capitalist perspective, it's like totally reasonable. That's what a business is quote unquote supposed to do. It really is the uh the word courageous that's making me mad. Yes. The whole point, like this would not be a news article except for the word courageous. If this were, if the word courageous were not here, it would just be like company raising prices because of inflation and because they can. Fuck you. Like, yeah. I mean, if these companies were just like basically what Sam said, like, hey, dummy, I've done the math and I know you'll pay this. At least they would be honest with me. But all these companies are like, oh, woe is me, inflation. Uh, stop fucking lying to me. Yeah. Stop lying to me. Yeah, don't act like it hurts you more than it hurts me. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, raise your prices. Like, we know you have to, or you're I'm, going to. I'm going to pay. I have literally no other choice. Just stop lying to me. Except we're not, because we don't buy Heineken, I guess, or you don't. I, well, that's that's true. Yeah. So not quite literally no other choice. I do still have like one or two Heineken NAs in my fridge uh, as relics of, of months past. 
Yeah, I drank a Heineken last year when I went to visit my grandpa because he has, like, a bunch of old-ass Heinekens half frozen in the back of his freezer. Oh, yeah. So I had a cool party animal. (laughs) You guys all have, like, that one relative where they, like, only – you are the only person who goes to their house and drinks beer. And so when you go, there's, like, two-plus-year-old beers, and they're like, oh, have one of these. Like, I've been saving it for you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, my parents too, because they don't drink, so they just have like crazy old fucking random vinegary ass shit. And then my grandfather, my Zadie, he actually is a party animal, but he doesn't drink beer. He has a whole closet just full of hard, hard liquor, which oh, is yeah. like, all right, but I don't really drink that anymore. So, so he's like that guy who's gonna live to like 108 and just be like, oh, 100. percent The you news don't. will be like, what's your secret? And he's like, I drink four bottles of yeah, like whiskey a day. Well, his secret is that he has a titanium rod in his back. And oh, he does helps. the worm. And he does the worm. And he fell off the roof of his house at like 80 years old and just got back up and kept working. He really is going to live forever. It's it's insanium. Right. Uh, I think that he should be a brand ambassador for Goldschlager. Because <laughs> I think he could really change up their image. Or like um, one of those wine coolers, like a Smirnoff Ice or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a grizzled old man. And I have a titanium rod in my back, and I'll never die. And I choose to drink right. this, this pink fizzy shit. After after a hard day of falling off my roof, I drink Mike's Hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mike's Mike's Hard is an interesting one because I feel like they do try and skirt that a little bit and be the like yeah. tough guy uh, wine cooler. Mike's Hard Cran Vodka. Yeah. They were the hard seltzer before, like, hard seltzer took off. Yeah, totally. And Zima, I guess. They didn't just, like, lean into the, like, this is for, like, college-aged women mostly, but also everyone my age now, men and women, apparently. Yeah, one of the first things I drank was Mike's Hard Lemonade, because Kevin and I stole a couple Lucy's from the uh, liquor store bottle return place we worked at. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Watch oh, out. Yeah. Watch out. Getting turnt on Mike's hard. Shooting BBs at cars. <laughs> That's the most Tyler drive last story I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I got nothing else going. No, that's not true. I do have something going on. And nobody even asked. I'm volunteering Uh-oh. it. So um, speaking of, I know, speaking of my high school friends, one of my high school friends is uh, getting married in August. And apparently he's getting married in Las Vegas, baby. Ah, mazel tov. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to Las Vegas. So my question is, has anybody been to Vegas before? Uh, Yeah, I've been a couple times. Fucking sucks. Does it? Does it suck? It, like, it might be my least favorite place <laughs> oh no <laughs> like, wow I, i'm sure if i thought more i could think of a of a worse place um like like a hole in the ground or something but um yeah so like i feel like there's something wrong with america in general and it's just like how everything is a facade yeah um and las vegas just cranks that up to 11 okay uh and what if you don't like being lied to, which you've already talked about how much you hate being lied to, I don't like you're going to fucking hate this place. Uh-oh. Las Vegas, city of lies, they call it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe you'll just, like, go and get turned 
and watch people lose money and laugh at them and enjoy yourself. But uh, I like I was like I felt like I was seeing the machinery that makes corporate America work and like right. being like, look at you, you're disgusting. Sure. It definitely is like the excesses. I haven't been, but oh, okay. I've heard it is the excesses of like America, which makes sense that yeah, it's like some people love it and some people hate it. My plan is to not go out during the daytime because I think I'll run into exactly what you're talking about, Sam, which is just like the horrible like behind the scenes how the sausage gets made. Yes. So I just want to like I don't know go to the crepe line at the Borgata, you know, and, like, just eat my way through that. I mean, that sounds pretty good. Do you like gambling? Uh, I don't know. I went to uh, Reno and lost $20 on a slot machine and then went back to the hotel room. That's fair. Uh, I think <laughs> slot machines are the least appealing form of uh, a thing that is overall not very appealing to me. Yeah. I uh, guess I would I would probably play roulette because you have the best odds there. I think roulette's a little more fun because there's kind of a group aspect. I think blackjack is fun because you can actually do things to like. Yeah, no, I don't want I don't want to do the things though because I'll look like a fool. Yeah, I um, know I can say red or black. I'm pretty good at that. I have no idea how to how to play craps, but I know that the vibe is like. Either the whole group wins or the whole group loses based yeah. on the person who's rolling the dice. So if the it's Oof. like a fun that little sounds, group activity, because as long as you're not like the one pressure. rolling, you're good. Yeah. That sounds you're like way like, too much pressure. That would just make the hottest lady roll. You're you're they could be you. That's fair. I mean, Tyler, you could be the hottest lady to roll at the craps table. I think it depends on what casino I go to. That's right. definitely. That's right. All right, so you've got a goal for the trip. Mm-hmm. Um. Mitch likes gambling, and he has a, a really good strategy, I think, which is just he decides how much money he's going to lose before he goes. And he's like, I'm setting aside $40 to lose on right. various games, and once I've lost this $40, I'm done. Yep. And in the same way, maybe you would pay $40 to go to a show or whatever. This is I'm paying $40, and I'm getting $40 worth of entertainment, and he thinks that that's a worthwhile transaction. That's, that, yeah, that's fair. Now, when I went to Re- – that's what I did when I went to Reno. I was like I was going to spend this $20. Um, but it didn't take that long, and I didn't get anything for free, and it wasn't that fun. Yeah, the last casino I went to, I got annoyed because I, like, played with a few bucks and lost it all. And then a waiter <laughs> came by, and I was like, yo, can I get a beer? And he was like, no, you got to be playing to get to get free drinks. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you. I already lost all my money. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Just, like, ham it up and look like you're playing. I guess that's what the penny slots are for. You sit there putting pennies in the machine and, like, get free drinks. Do they still idea. give you free drinks if you're playing penny slots? I feel like there's really a cutoff. I don't know. Probably. Hmm. I mean, that would be a nice thing about roulette is it takes like 45 minutes for that fucking wheel to spin each time. Yeah, well, hey, there you go. And if you only bet red or black, it's like you got like a 48% chance of winning or something like that. All right. I think you need to make a game of uh, go into a casino with zero dollars and see if you can act like you're playing when the waiter is near a table and see how many free drinks you can get before they like catch on. I think craps is the game for that. That's I think a, if you're standing between two people betting and reacting in the correct way, and just you like can cheer when like the crowd cheers. Yes. That's a great idea, Boris. Yep, game on.
and then yeah. like i don't know like yeah put things down and pick them up on the table right. like, yeah for sure for sure like take a dollar out put it down pick it back up right right yeah yeah that's a good idea yep that's that's what i'm gonna do i've got my I, you know what matt congratulations on getting married or whatever but uh i got a new mission in vegas right. is this matt naples yes yes it is do you know the one thing i remember about matt naples i think i, I bring it up every time he comes up is it what? that his last name rhymes with nipples it doesn't rhyme with nipples. You're not good with rhymes. Look, it has the ending sound the same. That's a rhyme. Anyway. Doesn't, doesn't rhyme. Um, I believe he's the one you told me is half gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. When's his wedding? That's the thing I'm getting canceled for, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's in August. Cool. Yeah, well, he also picked, like, the hottest time to get married in fucking Vegas. Fucking Vegas. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to remember that this is happening by then. Um, <sighs> you're not going to remember this fun scheme, but we'll, we'll get to talk about how it went. That's true. Look forward for that in, what, six months, half a year yes. from now? Yeah, hold on. Yes. Let me let me add it on my calendar real <laughs> All quick. All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, let's rate these beers, shall we? Yes. Let's shall. Uh, Do you mind Morris? if I start just because oh, my oh. outing was very disappointing? Sure, Sam, you go first then. Yeah, I had uh, Untitled Art West Coast IPA. I, I'm used to praising Untitled Art for everything they do, uh, even their NA stuff, and this like was hugely underwhelming. It didn't taste like anything. Uh, it should have like a strong backbone of bitterness and also some like floral or maybe fruity hop character, and it just was like, wow, this was just water. Fuck. Um, so this is a huge bummer, huge disappointment. I'm going to give it a one. No, because <laughs> one should taste actively gross. This doesn't that's taste true. actively gross. I'm going to give it like a 2.2 2 mm. and recommend it to no one. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Boris. I had Moat Mountain Brewing Company's Clockwork Mandarina, a New England-style pale ale at 5.6%. Um, it's fine. It, like, drinks... It, it definitely is more of a pale ale than an IPA, which is good because that's what it says, even though it's like triple dry hopped and all this other hoppy language. Like I was expecting this to be a lot more hop forward than it was. I kind of wish it was filtered, I think. Like I think the unfiltered quality makes it a little less uh, – it makes it a little more like dank like an IPA, but it doesn't have the flavor to kind of back it up. So it just mm. kind of seems like it's not supposed to be part of the beer. Like, I think if they filtered it and leaned into a little more of the, like, crispness of an IPA or a pale ale over, like, a dank double IPA or something. Um, well, that's the New England part in there that I think is going to get you. Yeah, and I kind of hate it because I feel like these these cloudy-ass beers give me uh, worse hangovers. And yeah. it's entirely placebo, but uh, I am getting kind of frustrated that every beer is, has to be, like, super cloudy now. Uh, it's it's, it's just, so funny watching the evolution of this because – I was sick of hazy IPAs 45 minutes after they started, and then I feel like six months in, Tyler joined me, uh, and now welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I like. I think there are some that do it all right. I think it, it honestly helps more if you have a bit of like, more of like a fruity flavor in there when it's just oh, really. hops. It like doesn't yeah, really cover the, the like haziness. I don't know. And then like the last sip is always gross of these two, which you got to deal with. Anyways, enough about enough about that. Um, I'm gonna give this. I'll give it a 4.5. I think it's like just under the the 50% mark of like. It's disappointing because it's almost there, but it's not. 
it's not there. Um, recommend it to, I don't know, if you like hazy IPAs, but you're like, oh, I don't want to get too crunk. This one's only five and a half percent, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. All right. I had Brewdog's Elvis Juice Grapefruit Infused IPA, 6.5% ABV. Um, it did taste like grapefruit. It tastes like a grapefruit IPA. So, you know, uh, they they nailed the flavor they promised me. They did not lie to me. But I don't really like grapefruit, um, so it's not really for me. Uh, you know, it was um, sweet at the front and then real, I felt like, astringent and bitter at the back, which I just don't appreciate. So I'm going to give it a 4.0 and recommend this to uh, people who like the uh, most uncomfortably named soda, Squirt. Oh, I actually have some news about Squirt. No. Uh, I, Tyler, you won't care, but Boris, you might. Are you familiar with uh, Ye Rustic? De Rustic? Ye, Ye Rustic? Rustic? No. Oh, it is Zach's favorite bar in town, where he would only ever buy whiskey squirts. <laughs> uh, is that a whiskey and squirt? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, they're fucking gross, and he would buy a pitcher of them. <laughs> Um, but this place just closed down. I thought you might care, but I guess you never went. I thought that place sucked, but, um... Uh, hang on, I'm looking up, like, the address. Zach and Brian and Alan were into that place. I mean, it looks like a place they would be into. Yeah, because they're low-class individuals. They sure are. And it's just funny seeing, I, I looked it up and the first thing I got was the hours and it's like open till 2 a.m. And I'm like, yeah, nothing good is open until 2 a.m. In Madison, at least. Well, Boris, thank you for being on the show. Uh, you're welcome. Anytime, boys. Sam, do you know what you're drinking next week? Uh, I got one from Athletic called Two Hops This Time. Bow, bow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Listener, if you want to suggest things that I do in Las Vegas six months from now, you can email us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast. You can comment on all links at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast. Keep it down. We'll see you next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Here comes a beer. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget your fears. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. You feel better. If I was going to pay for a sex worker, I don't think it would be in Nevada. I just feel like they're all going to be sunburnt and filled with cactus needles. <laughs> you know, because they live in the desert. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. They're getting chased by Wile E. Coyote all the time. Right. Right, it's it's the Jawas from Star Wars. Take off their pants and a gecko crawls out. You know? Jesus Christ!